theyeshiva.net. So we begin today, Bezer Hashem Anu Masechta, as you know, Rosh Hashanah. Before we begin inside, let me just give a short hakadama, a short introduction. And that is, although, if you would ask somebody, what's Masechta Rosh Hashanah? So I'll tell you probably the Masechta that deals with the Yom Tif of Rosh Hashanah. So that's partially true, but that's only at the end of the Masechta. Part of uh, Perik Shlishi and Perik Revi deals with our, what we call Rosh Hashanah, the mitzvahs of Rosh Hashanah, Tkiyah Shoifer, and, uh, and the Tfilis of Rosh Hashanah, etc. Actually, Masechta Rosh Hashanah doesn't deal with our Rosh Hashanah. Masechta Rosh Hashanah deals with the concept of Rosh Hashanah, which means as follows. Rosh Hashanah is not one day of the year. We have our Rosh Hashanah, which is the beginning of Tishrei. But there's another few Rosh Hashanahs because there's the, what's called the beginning of the year relative to different halachas. So for some areas, Rosh Hashanah is the first day of Tishrei. When it comes to other laws, Rosh Hashanah is a different day of the year. Now there's no way of objectively defining Rosh Hashanah because there's no particular day of the year when you could say, ah, look what's happening, the year ended, and tomorrow a new year is going to begin. Or yesterday the year ended, today a new year began. The orbit, the orbit, the, which we're going to learn about at length, the orbit of the sun, of the moon, of the earth, all these orbits finish after a year, but there's no one day that you could say this is when it finishes more than any other day. In other words, Rosh Hashanah, you can establish any day of the year. It's completely based on your own establishment. There's no objective day that you say this is when the cycle ended, and tomorrow we start a new cycle. At any point, you could say it ended here, it ended here, it ended here. In other words, Hashanah could be defined as any single day. And therefore, we have to have different Hashanahs. For different halachas, we have different Hashanahs, and we have to understand why for this did they establish Hashanah here, this day, and for this day established another day. But that's important to understand about Hashanah. So Masech the Hashanah doesn't deal with one Hashanah, it deals with many Hashanahs, including our Hashanah. What we call Rosh Hashanah in our vocabulary, which is the first day of the month of, of Tishra. The first Padek, most of the first Padek, Taka deals with the different Rosh Hashanahs as the first Mishnah right away begins. The end of the first Padek and uh, the second Padek, and much of the third Padek, deals with a whole other sugya, which is uh, very Lebedic and very interesting and very complex, and that is how they used to establish the first day of the month the first day of the month, including Rosh Hashanah, and every day of the month, what was the system? For this, the Gemara delves into the whole astronomical structure, the way Yiddishkeit sees it, the way Halacha sees it, and gets into the whole process of how Bezdin would investigate the witnesses, who would come to see that they would come to say that they saw the new moon, and all of these discussions about how the new moon works, what's the birth of the new moon, what's the Mailad, what's Rosh Chodesh, um, why, why is this day Rosh Chodesh? Why is Rosh Chodesh one day, two days? Rosh Hashanah one day, two days? And all these, all of these uh, discussions. It also gets into the very interesting sugya of the international date line, which for much of history was irrelevant, but actually in our generation became extremely relevant because of our uh, methods of transportation. If you cross the international date line, is also a huge sugya later in Masechet Rosh Hashanah, and then the end of Rosh Hashanah. Part of Shlishi and part of Revi, this four chapters, deals with our, as I said, deals with our Rosh Hashanah. That's just to understand the, the Mahalach of the Masechta. So we begin the first Mishnah, Arbar Rosh Hashanah. So the Mishnah starts and says, 
Arbar Rosh Hashanah Heim, there are four Rosh Hashanahs. So right away you see, so Nishtein Rosh Hashanahs, the three Rosh Hashanahs. How can there be four Rosh Hashanahs? As I said, there's no one day that you can objectively say, this is the beginning and yesterday was the end. What makes it, it would be similar to weeks. When it comes to weeks, what happens after seven days that there's a new week? Sunday, what happens after seven days? A month and a year, you could say, this is the end of a month, this is the beginning of the end of a year. Because something actually happens. The moon completes its orbit, as we will see, after 29 plus days. And after that, it starts over the orbit again. The only question is, when do you want to call Rishchidosh? So actually, when it comes to Rishchidosh, you have the concept of a new moon being born, the moon being visible. The moon changes its position, so we have an objective reality called Rishchidosh. When it comes to the end of a year, there's 365 plus days in which it takes the orbit of the sun or the orbit of the earth to finish, and it starts all over again from the same position. The question just is, which day do you want to choose for that? You could say this is the end, you could say this is the end, you could say this is the end, you could say this is the end. So now you have to choose your Rosh Hashanah. It comes, for example, the end of a week, nothing happens after seven days. What happens after seven days? You could have made a week ten days, you could have made a week eight days, you could have made a week two days. Would have been nice to have a weekend every two days. There were those who wanted to change a week. The reason we have the week is because of Shabbos. But there's nothing objectively in the Bria that after seven days you say a week. It's not like a month and it's not even like a year. So a week is extreme because it's completely, nothing happens after seven days. It's just, it would seem artificial without Shabbos. The communists tried to change a week into, uh, into more days or to less days. It was a different attempt, but they never lasted. Huh? Ten days. Ten days, right? In the Stalin. In the, in the 1920s, he wanted to make a week of ten days. Because it makes more sense. Ten, yeah, complete number. Ten days. And I guess more work. It didn't work. It didn't work yet. Nine days, yeah. yeah. When, it comes, when it comes, however, to the end of a year, there is the end of a year, the beginning of a year, but which day is not clear. So we have Arbar Rosh Hashanah. We have four Rosh Hashanahs. The first Rosh Hashanah is Be'echad Ben-Nissan. We're going to see the, the first day of Nissan, the first day of Elul, the first day of Tishrei, and the first day of Shvat. It's Abar Rosh Hashanah, maybe this is four Rosh Hashanah, is Be'echad Ben-Nissan, Rosh Hashanah Lamalach. On Rosh Chodesh Nissan, you have a Rosh Hashanah for kings, for Liregalim, and for Yamim Tovim. What's Pshat Rosh Hashanah for kings? So Rashi says Lamalachim, Regilim Hoyu Limnes Manshtar Eseyem Lishnois HaMelech. When they used to write documents, they would always put in the date of how many years the king, the present king, has been ruling. They would start from the year in which this king assumed the throne. So if this king was a king, this was the tenth year of his kingdom, like we have in the beginning of Megillah, right? The third year, so in all the documents you would write, this is the third year, the fourth year, the twentieth year since the king assumed kingship. In order to be at peaceful relations with the king, they shouldn't think that the Jewish people disrespect the monarch and the malchus. So therefore, in every single star, they used to put in on the date, this is the third year of the king. We don't do this. We, on a star, write the cheshben since the creation of the world. So you'll write this year, this Tavis, 
Dalatevis Tovshin Ayin Zayin. Tovshin Ayin Zayin. Hey, Allah from Tovshin Ayin Zayin. 5,777 years since Bria Sa'ilam. Their date was not since Bria Sa'ilam, since the king became a king. Whatever it was, a year, two years, three years. No. So what's called the beginning of a year when the king became a king? The day he became a king. If he became a king, so that's the new year. What if he became a king, that's when it starts. So every star from you say, this is the first year of the king, and the next is the second. That's the Chiddush of the Mishnah, that's not the case. The Chachamim established the first day of Nisan should be the beginning of the year. And even if Ahmad, Ahmad means he assumed the, the throne. Ahmad means he stood up as a king. He was established as a king. In the month of Shvat or Adar, called Sashnasim Mishigi and Nisan. The moment Nisan comes, the first year is done. And they start counting the second year. What's the Havana of this? Why can't you just keep it consistent with reality? If he became a king, Rishchaydish Shvat or Rishchaydish Adar, so the first year ends, the next Rishchay Shvat. So the next Rishchay Shvat, you say, now is the second year of the king. No. If he became a king, Rishchay Shvat, Rishchay Shvat, one month, it's already a year. If I write a Shvat, Rishchay Nisan, two months after he became a king, it's already the second year of the king. That is cut off time. This is called a new year for the king. So if Rishchay Nisan is even within a few weeks of when he became a Melech, it's a new year. It's a second year. It happens to be a second year. It's not the first year because he was already a king for a few weeks, so it has to be the second year. That's called Rosh Hashanah the Malachim. It's Rosh Hashanah for Malach. Every country would be different. What do you mean? Every Melach. What do you mean would be different? Whole world or... Ah, you want to know if it's Jewish kings or non-Jewish kings. So this is an interesting question. From Rashi it's mashma that it's not Jewish kings, right? Because Rashi says, Ketamlinim begitim b'shem shloim malchus. malchus. So if you look in Toysavis, Toysavis has here a big problem with Rashi. If you take a look at the second Toysavis, you see? We'll take a look inside. It's a very interesting issue that he brings up. He says, Peter's Bekuntris, Rashi says that the reason it's called Rosh Hashanah is, the Lashon of Rashi is, Mishum Shloy Malchus. It's because of the Shalom Malchus, we should have peaceful relations with the king. This is uh, what Rashi is saying. He says, but ve'ena, there's a problem here. It's not true. Why? The The Gemara clearly says later that Be'echad Benisan Shashanalamalachim is talking about Jewish kings, not Gentile kings. Malchi Yisra. When Jews wrote documents for Malchi Yisrael, Be'echad Benisan began the new year. And the if it's Malchi Yisrael, there's no issue of Shloim Malchus, like Rashi says. And he says, this idea that you have to write in the Shtar of the time is v'davke gabe gitin amrinan hachi. Pedek hazoidek. Rashi brought from Masechta Gitin, Toysavis is quoting. In Masechta Gitin and Pedek hazoidek davpe, it says, Amar ula, mipnei ma tiknu malchus begitin, mishum shloim malchus. That's where Rashi got it from. The reason that in a get, the Chachamim instituted to write the time of the year of the Melech is mitzat shalom malchus. Begabe gitin psulin vadai. And by, by Gitin, it's very stringent, because without it, it becomes disqualified. Even if you wrote, uh, if you're dealing with a Malchus Sheina Higenes, I mean, a monarchy that's, uh, that's, that's, that's immoral, 
and he gives the example. Uh, I mean, there's different gears here. The Marshal Malchus Madai Viyavon. Even if it's a Malchus Sheino Higenis, a Malchus Sheino Higenis, still you have to write the Zma. And even if you write Vichain, I don't know if you, all of you have the Tikkunim here from Agaz Vitzayunim. Anyway, the guide is here. O Malchus Madai Viyavon. And even Malchus Madai Viyavon. If you write Malchus Mada Yovan, it's also not good unless they are still the Malachim. In other words, if you write today, Toysfus says, Malchus Mada Yovan, which doesn't exist anymore, it won't be good because you have to have the Malchus of today. Our mission is not talking about Shalom Malchus, it's talking about Pirish Lishtaris. It's talking about Shtaris Stam, not Gitten. And we're not dealing with Malchay Umas we're dealing with Malchay Yisra. So Toysavus here has a problem with Rashi. The Pnei Yeshua answers Rashi and says, very gishmak, that uh, what Rashi means is also Malchi Yisrael. Because the Gemara clearly says that for Malchi Yisrael it's not Nisan. It's going to be Tishra. What Rashi means as follows. Because for the Jewish kings, we wrote their there we wrote about them in our Shtaris, so therefore once the Jews were in exile, or once non-Jewish kings took over at Yisrael, if they wouldn't continue to write it that way, then it would compromise Shalom Malchus. If the Jewish people never wrote for their own Malachim the date of the Melech, so then they could say, we never did it. But if they did it for their own, and they're not going to do it for the other Malachim, then it would undermine Shalom Malchus. So it's not a stitch. So when Ashi says, Mishum Shalom Malchus, Mishum Shalom Malchus, right, that's the Vart, because they wrote it. For Jews, therefore it became Negei Teshalom Malchus. It's Taka Emes that Rosh Hashanah for other Malachim was a different date. But because, here we're talking about that they wrote it for Jews, that's why it became an issue of Shalom Malchus. If they wouldn't have written, write it for Jews, then what's the problem? We didn't write it for anybody, we don't write it for you. But if you wrote it for your kings, and you're not writing it for our kings, then it compromises the union of Shalom Malchus. So he says, Rashi doesn't mean that the Pshat and the Mishnah is Mitzat Shalom Malchus. It's a raya. It's a raya. When it says the Ketani Lamalachim, since they were Moynish to Reisayim, Lizman HaMelech, so therefore the Gemara says in Gitim, Shem Shlai Malchus, if they weren't writing their own kings, was a Shalom Malchus, though we never write it in the Shtar. So what, what do you want? It's not, it's not disrespectful. That's how he touches uh, to answer Rashi. Let's finish here. Ready? Toysavis, Toysavis finishes. We pray the Kamad Avedazara Amrina, the Begoyla ain Moynin Ela Lamalche Yavim Bulvat. But it says that in Golos, the Zman of Shtaris is Lamalchi Yavon, the Maskin and Nami Hasam, and the Maskan over there is that Lamalachim, the Hacha is Lamalchi Yisra. When it says Malachim here, it means Lamalchi Yisra. When it comes to Malchi Yavon, it's actually Tishta. Now we wonder, how could it say that we write Malchi Yavon? We said before that you need the Malchus of present. When you write the Melech of that time, it's only by a get. Get is very prominent because it allows the woman to marry anybody so it's different than any other star. And over there, the Melech would want his name on it. If his name is not on it, he would feel that there's no Shalom Malchus. But other stories that are not so Choshev, even if you use an old Malchus that was bottled, it's going to work. 
Okay, I'll call upon him. So this is Echad Benisir Rosh Hashanah Then you have the next one is Lirigolim. It's Rosh Hashanah for holidays, meaning Pesach is the first Yom Tif. Rashi says, Mefarish Begamore Davdalet. Who cares what is the first Yom Tif? Lamaynaf Kemin, Pesach is the first, or Shvuas is the first, or Sukkot is the first. So the Gemara is going to explain what this is Negea to. It has to do with the mitzvah of Baal Ta'acher. You're not allowed to delay Karbonas that you pledged. And you have to go, you have the, a timeline of three Yom Tovim in which to bring the Yom Tif, and it begins with Pesach. The Gemara is going to explain. Next. The first day of Elul is a new Rosh Hashanah. It's Rosh Hashanah of Meiser Behema. What's Meiser Behema? What's this Rosh Hashanah for Meiser Behema? We all know there's a mitzvah essay that you have to separate as a carbon one-tenth of the new Bakar, the new uh, uh, bulls, cows, and the new tzoyin, the new flock that were born during the year. So every single year you have to take in the young sheep and the young calves into a room and you have them in a pen and the entrance is a narrow entrance where only one can go out at a time and then you allow them to come out. These are all the new ones that were born during this year and you let them come out and every tenth, every tenth, you, you dye it with a red color and it becomes Kaidish. This is called carbon Meiser. We speak about it every morning. What do you do with it? You bring the animal to your Shalayim. You offer it in the base Hamikdash. You can eat it. Anybody can eat it. You can invite as many guests as you want in the borders of Yerushalayim for two days and one night. That's called the carbon Meiser. So it's yours. You don't have to give it to anybody. You just have to eat it as a carbon with Kedusha's carbon in Yerushalayim. That's called Meiser Behem. When was this done? During the year. Again, in the pen you put in only those that were born that year. Not the previous year. Not a later year. And then you let them go out. Let's say you had a thousand baby calves or a thousand baby sheep that were born that year. So they all go out from the door. Whatever it is, 900, 800, whatever the number is. And as a result of that, every tenth becomes... This only applies to bakar and soin. Basically bulls, cows, and, uh, and sheep. That's Maise Behema. What's the Rosh Hashanah L'Maise Behema? what the Rosh Hashanah is L'Maise Behema. Because if it's each year, so you have to know when the year begins, when the year ends. So what's cutoff time? So he says, cutoff time is Chavtes of. Rosh Chodesh Elul is a new year. So in other words, if I had a sheep that was born Chavtes of, it can go into the pen with the new group. It has to go into the pen with the old group. That's what Rashi is going to explain. You can give Maise from all the babies that were born this year for those that would be born in another year. You cannot do that. The Ksiv, because the Pasuk says in Parshish Re'e, Aser to Aser twice. Aser to Aser is called Vuzarecha Yetzi Shana, shana. You should give Maiser from all the grain of your seed that comes out of the field year by year. So the Gemara says in Masechet Medaber. It says Aser to Aser. Why twice? Because it's talking about two Maisers. Echad Maiser Beheima, Echad Maiser Daga. One is for grain and one is for animals. And here you see Shana, Shana. It has to be year by year. 
So since it has to be year by year, so therefore I can't separate Maisa Behema from that which was born one year, from Behemas that were born another year, and therefore all the Behemas in the pen from which I'm doing Maisa Behema have to be those that were born in one year. It has to be Shana, Shana. You can't mix the two. So Chavtes Av is cut off time, Rishchaydish Elul, anything that's born from Rishchaydish Elul, till next Rishchaydish Elul, this is one year from this group, I have to give Maisa. If I start putting in animals from the other group, it's not going to work. I take an animal from last year and that becomes Maisa for this year, it's not going to work. I didn't give Maisa from this year's animals. Because that belongs to another category. In other words, every year, the Ramban says this, every single year, the Rosh Hashanah of every year, of everything defines that year. And whatever is born that year has a special category. It has a special gather. And you don't mix. There has to be boundaries. From this year, I give this year. From next year, I give from next year. I can't mix the two. And therefore, it's a new Rosh Hashanah That's Echel Be'el. So what happens if Chavta Asav, you're left with nine? So they don't get counted at all. You don't give Maisa. So yeah. Count. You're off. You're off the hook. And if it's Benishmoshes, you go to <laughs> if the birth was Beit Hashmoshes, <laughs> oh, that's a Jewish question, huh? No, we're not talking about a bchayr here. Yeah, there's two separate korbanos. Leaves. I don't know. I don't know. I have to look it up. I figured I asked. Some, someone else is asking about the. Uh, I don't know. It's a good question. I don't know. Nebelezer, 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 I saw once a word, I think, from Rabbinim of Pshischa. He said that, uh, meaning even somebody who lived like a behema a whole year, when it comes to Shchaydish Elul and they hear the Shoifer, so they start remembering that they have to give Maiser, that they have to, uh, part of them has to go to Hashem. And Shimon, they say, listen, sometimes Shchaydish Elul doesn't work for a behema. But hopefully, Shchaydish Tishre, Shoshana, even the behema will recognize that he has to give. Uh, so even if there's no even be'echad be'elu, you're still not inspired. So there's still be'echad betishrei ma'aseh behem. Ah, right, right, right. Be'echad betishrei. Next one. Be'echad betishrei. Rosh Hashanah l'shanim. The first day of Tishrei is Rosh Hashanah for years. What's Pshat Rosh Hashanah for years? This is the Gemara is going to explain also. Mafarish b'dash is mafarish b'gemara. The new year begins. The new year begins, which the Gemara is going to explain what that means practically that the new year begins. Also for Shmita and for Yoivl. Meaning, we all know that when the Jewish people were present in Eretz Yisrael, so they would count the years till the 50th year. And then a new cycle would begin. So it was 50 years, 50 years. And every seventh year was Shmita when you couldn't plow or harvest or uh, plant plow, plant, harvest the fruits in Eretz Yisrael, and you had to keep your field or garden ownerless. What's called the new year of Shemitah? When does Shemitah begin? Does it begin Rosh Elul, Rosh So it begins Rosh Tishrei. From Rosh Tishrei, the prohibitions of Shemitah begin. And the same is true with Yoivil. Yoivil had the same dinim like Shemitah 
after counting seven years, seven times, you have 49 years, the 50th year was Yovel, when you have all the same halachas like Shmita plus two new halachas, and that is all the slaves had to go free, and all territory, all ancestral lands had to be returned to their owner on Yovel. So those mitzvahs of Yovel, also when do they begin? They begin on the day of Echad Betishim. Rashi says, L'shmitim v'le'yovelis, m'shenichnas tishrei, asr lachrish v'lezroya min ha you can't plow and you can't plant your field min hatoyda. You have to leave the field barren, both on Shemitah and on Yovel. This begins the new day, the first day of Tishrei. It begins your Shemitah and Yovel year. Next, Ulinetiyah. Be'echad betishrei is Shoshana also when it comes to planting. What's Pshat when it comes to planting? Netiyah means it's an expression for a sapling, which means a baby tree is called a Netiyah. A tree during the first years is called an atiyah, and we know that the fruits of the first three years that grow, you're not allowed to eat, and you're not allowed to even benefit from them. It's called, they're called arla, which means stuffed up, plugged. When does arla begin? What's called the first year? So it's called the first day of Tishrei. This means, let's say I plant a tree in the month of Av, right? When does the first year end? You would think it ends a year later. No, it ends be'echad b'tishrei. Chavtas Elul is one year. From Rosh Hashanah begins a new year of Arla. If I plant the tree after Pesach, fine. So then I have six months. But that's the Chiddush. It starts with Bechad Betishrei. It actually says Lenatiya. Right. Leminyan Shnei Arla. For the numbers of the years of Arla. It actually says, Afilu Nitta Ba'av. Even if he planted in the month of Av. Kol Sashnasa Roshana L'Saif Elul. The first year finished at the end of Elul. Ubekulu Mefarish Taimah Begemara. The Mishnah needs to be understood. Why did we suddenly decide for this it's Shechad Betishrei, for this it's Shechad Belul, for this it's Shechad Benissen. What's Why does Bechlal Arla need a new year? Why can't you just make it from when you planted the tree? You planted the tree, Rishchidosh Tammuz. So that's Arla. Next Rishchidosh Tammuz begins a new year. Third Rishchidosh Tammuz begins the third year. After three full years, you're done. After three full years, you're done. We don't say that. We say the second year started Rishchidosh Tishrei. Why does that happen? The Gemara is going to explain everything. Vaiter, the last one is Liarakis. What is Liarakis? Liarakis means vegetables. What's the idea here? There were three things that needed Shumas and Maisus in Eretz Yisrael. If you had grain that grew, right? Grain includes five things wheat, spelt, wheat, uh, barley, spelt, oats, and rye, what we call Schitis, Eure, Kusmin, Shiboilus, Shul, and Shifan. That needed Shumas and Maisus. That was number one. The second thing are fruits. Grapes, oranges, peaches, etc. And the third, vegetables, whatever the vegetables are, cucumbers, tomatoes, etc. The halach is that every single year you have to give from all these three things, taxes, so to speak, what we call tetrumas, to the kayanem, to the levim, to poor people, besides the seventh year. What's the process? The first thing is always trumagdayla. Trumagdayla has no shear. You could take one stalk of wheat from... 100,000, and give it to the Kayin, and you will, you fulfill the mitzvah of Trumagdol. There's no shir. The Chachamim established that it should be approximately 2%. So if you have 100, 100 stalks of wheat, so Ayin Bain in this, you give Echad Mechamishim, you give one of 50, in other words, 2%. So if you have 100 stalks of wheat, you give you give two to the Kayin. You're done. Trumagdol, you're done. Afterwards, you have whatever is left. You have now 98 stalks. So 10% you have to give to the Levian. This is called Maiser Rishi. So now 10% of 98 you gave to the Levim, so what is it? 9.8. What are you left with now? You're left with approximately 80. So now what happens is, you're not done yet. 
you have to give either Meiser Oni or Meiser Sheni. Depends on the year. Years 1, 2, 4, 5 is Meiser Sheni. Year 3, 6 is Meiser Oni. Meaning year 3, 6, the last 10% goes to poor people. Year uh, 1, 2, 4, and 5, you have to take the next 10%, go to your Shalayim, and eat it. You spend it in your Shalayim. You, you get to spend time in Yerushalayim, you get to build the economy of Yerushalayim, to contribute to the economy of Yerushalayim, you spend time there, and you eat all your fruits, or whatever you brought over there, or if it's too heavy, we redeem it on money, you bring the money to Yerushalayim, and then you're done. And then the rest belongs to you. Of course, the levy has to take the 10% he got from you, and he has to give another 10% to the Kayan, which is called Trumas, Trumas Meiser. Now, all these dinim, all these dinim, of, of Trumas and Maestras, it depends on the year when the Tfuah grew. You have to know what's year one, what's year two, what's year three, four, five, six. Because year one and two, you got to give Maestras Shani. Year four, year three, year one, two, four, five is Maestras Shani. Year three, six is Maestras Ani. Year seven, you don't give anything. It doesn't belong to you. Year seven, you're off. It's only for six years. So you have to know what's considered the first year, what's considered the second year. I have here vegetables, I have here tomatoes, right? I have here peaches, apples. Do I bring them to your shalim? Do I give them to the poor person? So you say, oh, which year did it grow? What's called the year? What's called the first year? What's called the second year? That's why this becomes very negaya. So therefore, you have to know what's year one, what's year two. That's why you have to have a Rosh Hashanah when it comes to all these things. There's another Nekudah here, and that is, you have to separate Trumas and Maestras from the produce of every year separately. Meaning, I can't give truma from the fruits that grew last year over the fruits of this year. I can't take extra from my pile of last year to already give for this year also. It's not going to work. I take an extra 10% for my apples for this year too. No. Every group of fruits that grew this year have to have their own trumas and maestras. I can't take from this year from last year, and I can't take from last year for this year. So we have two separate halachas here. One halacha, you probably have to know which year it is to know what to do. Maiser Shani or Maiser Ani. Every year it changes. One, two, versus three, six. Another halacha is, you have to know what's considered that grew, what grew this year, because from here I have to take Trumas and Maestras. I can't take extra from last year from this year. I'm not going to be Yitzit. Like we learned before, Shana, Shana. Every Shana has its own Maestras. Atazoi, Atazoi, very good. What's even called the beginning? So there's three different categories. Grain has one category, vegetables have one category, and fruits have a whole other category. Trees have a whole other category. The category by vegetables is the day you harvest it. From the day you harvest it, that's when you start giving maaser. That's when the chi of maaser is from the day you harvest it. Yeah. By a tree, we're going to see soon. It has to do with chanata. Chanata means when the bud, the flower falls off, and the tiny, tiny fruit emerges. And by grain, it's when it grows a third. When it grows a third, that's when the chiyuv begins, as we will see. So here we have to understand as follows. The first day of Tishrei, the, the Mishnah says, the beginning of the year when it comes to vegetables is called Tishrei. That means, Erev Rosh Hashanah, I harvested vegetables, and a day after Rosh Hashanah, I harvested vegetables. On Rosh Hashanah, you don't harvest vegetables. At least not midir <laughs> If you still remember Masech the Beitzah. 
right? So on Rosh Hashanah you don't harvest vegetables, but a day before Rosh Hashanah you harvest, and a day after Rosh Hashanah you harvest. So I cannot be mafresh, trumas, and maestres from the vegetables that I collected, that I harvested before one Tishrei, for the vegetables that I collected on base Tishrei. Even though it's a chilik of two, three days, right? You have a pile here, vegetables, a pile here, vegetables. No! Here the vegetables were mechoyev and maeser, tov vav. Here it's tov shenayin zayin. And the cutoff time is when? Rosh Hashanah. Echad b'tishrei, that's Rosh Hashanah liyirakas. This is also, one second, this is also the day that determines if you give maeser sheni or maeser oni. If I harvested it, chavtes elul, and it's year one, it has to go to Yerushalayim. If I harvested it base tishrei, right? And it's year three. If I harvested it out of Rosh Hashanah and it's year two, it has to go to Yerushalayim. If it's base tishrei of year three, it has to go to the poor man. I can't say, oh, this will also go to Yerushalayim. No, it's already a different chiyuv. So what's cutoff day? Cutoff day is echad b'tishrei. Yeah. Is grain included in your No. Grain is going to have a separate one. We'll see. The Gemara in Daf, the later, in Dafyid Beis, the Gemara is going to say that grain has the same Rosh Hashanah, which is Echad B'Tishrei, the same Rosh Hashanah, that was the same cut of time, but there's a big difference. And that is that by Yerakas, yeah, it's considered Paytas of the year when it was harvested. So if I harvested it, Beis Tishrei, Tav Shanayin Zayin, which began Rosh Hashanah, I should say Gimel Tishrei, Tav Shanayin Zayin, then... It's considered Tavshin Ayin Zayin Fruits, which in Shemitah may be the third year, for example, and therefore I have to give it to a poor man. When it comes to Dagon, it's considered Paytas from the year when it reached a third of its maturity. So it's a whole different thing. Nothing to do with harvest. So it's also Echad Betishrei. So you have to look. Echad Betishrei came, you go to your field and you have to see which grain reached a third of its maturity. No, 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 no issue if you harvested it or not. You're still going to leave it for a while to grow. Whatever reached a third by Rosh Hashanah, yeah, it already has now a din of Trumas and Maestras, whatever applies to this year. Whatever didn't reach a third by Rosh Hashanah, right? so it's already cons- it's going to be from the new year, because it's going to reach a third after Rosh Hashanah. But that's also the cutoff time. So you can have one reached a third Chavtes Elul, so now it belongs to Maeser uh, Shani. The other one reached a third right after Rosh Hashanah, it already belongs to the new year. So it's the same concept like Yerakas, but it's a whole different the way, the way. And the same is true with Shana Shana. You can't give Maiser from the old Dagon for the new Dagon. Right? I now cut off the wheat and I have different paws. I want to give extra from the old wheat for that wheat. It's not going to work. This is Shana Shana. This needs its Maiser. This needs its Maiser. No. So Zichir. Okay. So for, for sure. Before Shana Shana, there was no third yet. That's the point. That's the point. Before Rosh Hashanah, you usually won't have a third. The third will be Ashta, the season of growth. So it's easier to distinguish. Much easier. It's not like you have to go to Rosh Hashanah and start with a right. magnifying right. glass. Uh, it's usually not going to be nothing available. So for sure, there's no Chiyav. In the middle of the year. But the point is, whatever the situation is, cut off time is Rosh Hashanah. Because remember, it grows through the summer. So it does become a little... The new one doesn't grow, but the old one can continue to produce throughout the summer. Right? So the Shoshana becomes the, <coughs> the cutoff time. Okay. So we have Netiyah's Arla Yerakas. The last piece is Be'echad B'Shvat Rosh Hashanah Le'ilon. The first of Shvat is Rosh Hashanah for the tree. 
What's Pshat Rosh Hashanah for the tree? Here you have a whole new Rosh Hashanah. Now first you have to understand why the tree is different than the vegetable and the grain. Why do the trees have a new Rosh Hashanah? Why don't we give them Echad Betishrei? That's number one. Number two, unlike vegetables and grain, the fruits of a tree apply to the year when there was the chanata of the tree, meaning when the flower, the, what we call a bud, falls off and the tiny fruit emerges, it still has to mature. That moment is considered, that moment is considered the chi of trumas and maestras from, from that moment. Therefore, I cannot separate trumas and maestras from the fruits of a tree that had their chanata before the Shoshana to the, to the fruits of a tree that had their chanata after the Shoshana. What's this Rosh Hashanah? On Echad B'Shvat. On the first day of Shvat. So therefore, if I look at a tree, and my tree, the flower fell off, say, Dalat Tevis, or even Chavtes Tevis, the next tree, the flower fell off when? According to this opinion, Beis Shvat, it's two separate years. It's completely two separate years. So first of all, I can't mix the two. I can't give Trumas and Mises from this tree for this tree because it's Shana Shana. It's literally a whole new year. It's a whole new category. It's a whole new Metzius. It has to have its own, its own din of Trumas and Mises. Same thing. The, the fruit that had Chanot of Tevis, right? That's a previous year. Yeah, yeah. Legabi de Elon, it's a different Rosh Hashanah. Your, your, your year started later. Yeah. Legabi Elon, it belongs to the previous year. Yes, exactly. You understand what he's asking, right? What grew before in Tevis belongs to the previous year. The second year. What grew after Rishchei Deshvat or on Rishchei Deshvat belongs to the new year. It has different halachas. It also has ramifications with one more issue, and that is what's known as Neta Remember, we learned about Arla. After three years of Arla, the fruits of the fourth year you have to bring to Yerushalayim to eat. So the fruits that grow on the tree on the fourth year are called Revoi, and you have to bring them to Yerushalayim. When does the fourth year begin? What's the Shana Revis? When does it begin? So this is also a discussion. We'll see when it, uh, you have to have Rosh Hashanah Le'ilonis. Now, an interesting thing is when it comes to Shemitah, we don't say that Rosh Hashanah Le'ilonis changes. When it comes to Shemitah, most Mepharshim say that when it comes to Allah's of Shemitah, Rosh Hashanah is on the month of Tishri, even when it comes to the fruits of a tree. You don't say there's a difference. What would be the... Uh, why, why? The answer is because... The Kehilas Yaakov explains this. Because Trumas and Maestris has to do with the Kedushas HaPeris. Shviyas has to do with Kedushas HaOretz. It's a different halach. Right? Trumas and Maestris has to do with the holiness of the fruits that grow in Eretz Yisrael. So therefore you have to know when is it called the new fruit. This is my Rosh Hashanah. This is your new year. This is your old year. When it comes to Shviyas, it has to do with the holiness of the earth. The soil of the earth. You're not allowed to plow the earth, which produces all of these things. So whenever you say Rosh Hashanah L'Shmitin, is whatever reason you decided it's Echad B'Tishrei, which you have to understand why Echad B'Tishrei, when it's not random dates, 
let's hack another one. You make echad bekislevos, so you can make echad betevis. There was a psamahalach here, which the Gemara is going to analyze each one, but therefore Shmita, according to most, applies also to pay the seal. What do you do with the fruit between Shmita and the first uh, the first uh, The ripe fruits, whoever wants can eat them. It says, Bahamas can eat them, Jews, non-Jews, whoever no, wants. No, between Shmita and you, you, you everything, uh, you fruit. There's no mice on Shemitah. Shemitah's Hefker. I understand. But now, Shemitah finished the Tishrei. No. And okay, now, Rosh Hashanah Shvat is the first year for, for the new count. Yeah. What do you do with these fruits between, Shmita, between the Rosh Hashanah Tishrei and, uh, and Rosh Hashanah Shvat? If it was Shemitah? No, it was Shemitah last year. So you're good. Schmidt ended. That's what we're saying. Schmidt ca- ends. You, you count yeah, it you're good. Fr- you count it as the first year? For mass for my solution for my Ubuntu Metamid as Oh yeah, yeah. For that, yeah. For that you count it? Yeah, yeah. For that. Because that's already a chiv on these paters, yeah. Can you count it? Yeah, that's what he asked before, yeah. Yeah. Kidivre Beishamai. Like the words of Beishamai. Basilil Oimrim, Basilil holds, Bachamisha Osar Boy, it is on the 15th day of Shvat. This is the only Rosh Hashanah that it's not on the first day of a month. It's Chamisha Osar Boy. Rashi says, Liyurakis, Lemaisi Yerek Shein Termin, Umaasim, and Anilkut Lifnei Rosh Hashanah, Ashal Acher Rosh Hashanah, Liyilon, Liyinyan Maiser, Shein Maasin Peris Ailon, Shechontu Koydim Shvat, Al Shechontu Laachar Shvat. By an Elon, you look not when you harvest the fruit, not when the fruit starts growing, third, like by, by, by grain, but how you look for Chanotta. Where did you come up with Shvat suddenly? How did you jump from Elul, from Tishrei, all the way to Shvat? Why Shvat? The Gemara is going to explain this. So we have a Machloikist on one, which is Rosh Hashanah La Elon. There's an, an interesting diuk. Kiddivrei Beishamai. What's up is Kiddivrei Beishamai? Usually, Beishamai Yoimrim, Beishilil Yoimrim. Ah, Be'echad Beishvat Roshana Li'ilon, Divrei Beishamai. What's Kid? What's Kiddivrei Beishamai? It's a modern Lashem. It's brought in Svarim that one of the, 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 the Vilna Gon had a Talmud. They called him Reb Zemela. And he once asked in the Shailah. So they say, before he finished at, before he finished asking, Vilna Gon responded and said that the Gemara is going to say later that Lecha'ira, when you think about it, you have here, Be'echad Benissin is one Rosh Hashanah, right? And then you have Echad Be'elul is another one, and then Be'echad Betishri is a third, and then Be'echad Beshvat is a fourth. The Gemara is going to ask in a few blocks, Lecha'ira Lerigolim is not Be'echad Benissin, Lerigolim is Tesvav Tishri. The Rosh Hashanah for Yomim Toivim is not Echad Benissim. The first Yom Tov is Pesach. Pesach is Tesvav Nissim. So really you have Chamishi Rosh Hashanah. You don't have Arba Rosh Hashanah. You have five Rosh Hashanah, right? Rosh Chodesh Shvat is not a question because Basil doesn't hold it to Rosh Hashanah. But the Golem is not Lemalachim. So it's five Rosh Hashanahs. You shouldn't say Arba. You should say Chamishi Rosh Hashanah. And for the Gemara, Arba Rosh Hashanah that are in Rosh Chodesh. Arba Rosh Hashanah are in Rosh Chodesh. Yeah, that's what's pshat. So the Gon says that's how you have to read the Mishnah. We, so lechayir it's a pshadoichik in the Mishnah. It says our bar roshishanim. That's what the Mishnah says. No, our bar roshishanim that are roshchaydish. When the echad benissim, 
Yeah, Pesach doesn't apply. It's not Rish Chodesh. Be'echad be'elul, be'echad betishrei, yeah, be'echad b'shvat kidiv ne'b'shamay. Light b'shamay, it's our Baruch Hashanah that are Rish Chodesh. Kidiv b'shamay is going on our Baruch Hashanah. Our Baruch Hashanah kidiv ne'b'shamay. Light b'shilol taka. It's not. It's not our Baruch Hashanah that are Rish Chodesh. It's not true because the fourth Rish Hashanah is not Rish Chodesh. It's it's taka chamish also. So now the Gemara starts analyzing every halach in detail, going through every Rosh Hashanah. So the first one is Lemelachim. Echad benisn is Rosh Hashanah Lemelachim. Frek the Gemara, Lemay Hilchisa. For what halacha? In other words, why do we need this? So Rashi already bavarned it. Rashi says, Kiloimar, Lama hukva yoyma yuchad laminyan amalachim. What do we need a Rosh Hashanah for? Eime, shal kol melechu melech, tazchus nasim, yem shamad boy. I mean, look at the history. What do you have to make a Rosh Hashanah? Rosh Hashanah for kings? There's no Rosh Hashanah for kings. Whenever he became a king, that's his Rosh Hashanah. That's when he celebrates his, his new position. Why are you making me a Rosh Hashanah? And for the Gemara, Amr Abchizda Lishtaris. Rebchizda said they had to do it. And the reason they had to do it is Lishtaris, for documents. To be able to establish the nature of a document. What's the problem? The Tanan, we learned on Mishnah Masech Teshvi, is Shtari Chayv HaMagdamin Psulim. Shtari Chayv, documents of debt that are predated, it disqualifies the document. V'amulcharin, if they're post-dated, Ksherin. The document is still valid. What does this mean? For this we have to remember, if I lend you money, and there's a written document, what we call a shtar, so what happens is, halachically, I have a lien on your assets. So if now you, I lent you a million dollars, you have a house, you sell the house, after I lent you the money, you were not allowed to sell this house, stam, as a hefker, as completely your house, because I have a lien on the house, like when a bank has a lien on your house, and therefore, if you don't have money to pay me back, I could go and take the house from the buyer. It's not his fault, but I could take the house from him. And then he comes back to you, to the borrower, and wants back his uh, million dollars that he gave, or, or another house. Right? That's the halach. It's only if there's a document. If it's a milval peh, if it's, it was an oral arrangement, then there's no lien. But if there's a document, halachically, there's a lien on your property. When does that lien begin? From the day that I lent you the money. What if you sold the house a year before I lent you the money? I have no lien on that property. It's not the buyer's fault. He's allowed to buy your house. It was a year before. If he bought the house after I lent you the money, he should have investigated because there was already a lien on the property. The moment I give you the million dollars, I want, so to speak, not mama shamashkin, but I want some security. So the security is that all your assets I have a lien on. But what you sold before, of course, I can't have a lien on it. It's not fair. I didn't lend you the money. Why should that be under any arrangement between us when that happened a year or a month later? That's why it's so important to understand when you see a document, if it was predated or postdated. If it was predated, meaning, I lent you the money, Rishchidosh Tamus. That's when I lent you the money. But the document was written Rishchidosh Nissen. So that means if you sold property between Rishchidosh Nissen and Rishchidosh Tamus, I, the lender, could come and grab that property from the people who bought it, from the clients, and it's really unjust, it's unfair. That's why shtaris hamukdamin, if it's predated, it's psulin, because it's criminal, it's illegal, it's immoral. Because of uh, the document. It was written, or you wrote in the document, and Thomas, that it was missing. 
whatever it is. It's to protect the Lukuchas. Either case. Either case. But the loan actually happened a month later, six months later, a year later, and it was just predated. It makes it possible. So no lien should have attached. So no lien should be attached to it. It's not fear. Because I'm going to come and take a house that you sold Rishchidosh ear when really I have no rights to that house at all. Because you sold it before you ever borrowed money from me. What if it's post-dated? What if I lent you the money on Rishchidosh Tammuz and the document is written for Rishchidosh Elul, right? Rishchidosh Cheshven. I relinquished my right to collect the property that you sold during those few months. Okay, doesn't disqualify the start. There's no un- injustice that was being done here. What's the worst thing that happened? The lender relinquished his rights to collect the assets that were sold the first few months after the it's loan. Sure, it's, it's his choice. That just tells you why you need to have a date on the start. It doesn't tell you why you need to start the date from No, this is what the Mishnah says. Based on this, the Gemara says, the Chachamim felt they have to establish a Rosh Hashanah Why? Why? So Rashi will explain, because... Most, many people were unaware of the, they weren't celebrating the dates that these kings became kings. It wasn't so significant for them. It may even be, it may have been very insignificant for them. It was, wasn't a big, uh, uh, this wasn't a big simcha by them. So, and since this is how they were writing the shtaris, so there could be a big confusion here. Because of this confusion, they made a generic date. As, let's see, Rashi, and we'll understand why there's a Shana Malach. Rashi explains it at length. You see the Rashi. We have to figure out which document is predated and posted. He wanted to devour. Litrif means devour. Take away. Chap away. From the clients. Those who bought a field from the borrower, from the date in the star. It's not fear. Because he sold it before he borrowed the money. It's not fear to take away those properties. I, there's a document. The document was predated. The star is saying that the loan was before the mechira. They don't let him use this star to collect assets. That's the Chiddush. Even when he wants to take property after the time of the loan, which Lechoyed on this, he has a lien, the document becomes garbage. The document is dismissed. It's treated like It's like a loan that happens orally, verbally. There's no document. We make an arrangement. I give you money. We have this, whatever it is. What's the din? There's no lien on the property. He agreed. He agreed. That wasn't a criminal activity. There's no forgery. He agreed. The lawyer desperately needs the money. Yes. 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 No. No, we'll see in a moment. It wasn't false. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Desperately needs the money. It's not fear. They knock it down to a mill ball pet. They knock it down to He owes him the money, of course. He owes him the money. Right. There's no security in terms of the lien. Yeah. So here's the issue. 
Let's say they didn't make a day when the king starts his new year. There's no such a day. One king became a the Melech test, Tuba'av, another king, Tuba'shvat, another king, Zoyshanaka, whatever the day is. Elekol Melech, Melech, Lefish, Yem Sha'amat. Ain la Afkin, Mashtar Muktam, and Mocha. Rashi doesn't mean never. I mean, it's not always easy to distinguish if it's predated or postdated. Why? Good guy. Here's an example. He gives now a detailed example. In Kosov Boy, you have a document, Bezdin sees a document that says like this. Bekislev, in the month of Kislev, Bishana Shlishis, the third year, love a ployni me ployni. Yankel borrowed money, borrowed a million dollars from Shmuel. When? Mona, I said for a million dollars. Mona, a little less than a million dollars. A hundred bucks. Okay, nisht kefalech. A hundred million dollars. Okay, very good. I like it. I like the hasagas. Very good. You hang around the right people. The kistle b'shanashlishes love aploini meploini mona. He borrowed aploini b'shanashlishes of the rain, say of achav. Okay. The edim amru come the edus. Better says, what do you know about it? We never saw the loan. We we signed the document, but we never saw it. Haloiva amar loan. The borrower came and said, do me a favor. Chismu alaysh ani chayev leploini mona. Just sign that I owe this guy money. They just heard it from him. So they don't have a problem. The Leiva wants. Why? We have a mission of The Leiva asks you to do it. You can do it. You're doing a guy a favor. What do you care? We don't know when he actually lent him the money. Did he lend it before Kislev? Or did he lend it after Kislev? We know that the date is Kislev. Yeah? But we don't know when the actual loan is. But one thing in Avore, Inu Shilvo Mona Betamos, Bishana Shlishis Lamelech Ploini. We do know that the same Yankul, he gave him that loan, he gave him a Mona that year, in the month of Tamos, the third year of that Melech. Okay. So now it says on the document that it happened Kislev the third year. They saw an actual loan, Tamos of the third year. Now what's the problem? The Imein Amadayonim Yoidim Bezechodesh Amadamelech. If the judges are not familiar with the history of the king, exactly which month he became the king, there's no way to know him. Tammuz kaidem lekislev, him kislev kaidem letamuz. If Tammuz precedes kislev, if kislev precedes Tammuz, Rashi explains. Im shnosoi maschelas bein Tammuz lekislev. Let's say the king became a melech rishchodesh of. His year began between. We're going now without a rosh hashanah. We're going now according to the real story, without a rosh hashanah. So let's say the year began between Tammuz and Kislev. Nimtze, Kislev, Koydem Tammuz Bechol Shnoisev. He became a king Rishchodesh of. So Rishchodesh Kislev that year was his first year, right? Rishchodesh Tammuz will be the end of the first year. Rishchodesh of will be the second year. So Kislev throughout his whole history of this king till he dies, or till he's dethroned, till he's impeached, Kislev is always before Tammuz. So therefore, when they wrote a star, that Rishchodesh Kislev, there is a loan. Really, the loan was Tammuz. It says, Rishchodesh Kislev, Shana Shlishis of the Melech. The Melech became a Melech when? Rishchodesh Av, Rishchodesh Tisha, Rishchodesh Cheshman, whatever it is. So it's Kislev predated or postdated? It's predated, right? The loan started Tammuz. The star is Kislev. You could take away the property from people who bought property from the borrower between Kislev and Tammuz, which is immoral. But if he became a king, 
between Kislev and Tammuz, he became a king, say, Dalatevis, knew now, Nimtza, Tammuz Kaidim la Kislev Bechal Shnoisov. So Tammuz precedes Kislev, right? Because Rishchaydish Tammuz is the third year, and then later is Kislev is the end of the year, because he became a king in Tevis. Bemela, you wrote that the loan is when? Kislev. The loan was actually Tammuz, knew what came first? Tammuz came before Kislev. So if you say Kislev is the third year, right? The third year ends Tavis. That means Tammuz was much earlier. That means the loan happened before the document. Shtam Ucheru, it's post-dated. Actually, the Malv is a tzaddik. He's giving this guy leeway. The Malv is a good guy. And therefore, the confusion may... That this, was the only, this was the way you established years. So unless you had a pkiyas in this, there could be a confusion. So therefore the Chachabim didn't want this confusion, because it's very negayel ha'alach. Va'achshav shakavu nisin rishashana la'olam tamuz kaidim la'kislev. Once nisin is rishashana, if nisin is rishashana, that's the new year, so then tamuz is always precedes kislev. No, so don't think kislev comes before tamuz. Can't happen. Tamuz is closer to nisin than kislev. But if it says shana shlishis for tamuz, and shana shlishis for kislev, what was first? If Rosh Hashanah is Tevis, then Kislev was first. If Rosh Hashanah was Av, then Tammuz was first. If Rosh Hashanah was Nisan, it's never a Shailah. Tammuz was always first. But Mele, so is it a good star or not a good star? If Tammuz was first, it's a post-dated. It's post-dated. The loan happened before the document. And then the guy is a good guy. He could collect whatever he wants. He just relinquished the rights over those years. That's why they made a Rosh Hashanah <laughs> Tomorrow we'll see. Toysvis has a huge critique on Rashi. He says, judges can't figure out the history. Let them figure no, out the history. No. No, no problem. If he became a king in Shvat, Shvat other is one year, Nisan is a new year. Yeah, but the king That I don't care. That I don't care. <laughs> that I don't care. What I care about Thomas and Kislev. I don't care if it's two separate years of Chazunta hate. You understand? The problem is one year, different months. You understand? Let's say they don't know that. So The worst that will happen is, let's say the document was written in Shvat, so it says the first year. The loan will say the second year. Not a problem. Or the other way around. That's not a problem. The problem is in the years, one year, Shana Shlisha, Shana Shlisha. That you took care of. That you took care of. No. Okay, so the Gemara said that Rishchidesh uh, Nissen is Rosh Hashanah Lemalachim. It's the first Rosh Hashanah of the year. What's the meaning of Rosh Hashanah Lemalachim? So the Gemara explained what the meaning is that on documents, we today write on documents the years since the creation of the universe. Hey, Tov and Zion, for example. But uh, in the time of the Mishnah, everything changed, basically. We don't have any more documents with uh, the date of when the king became uh, a king. But in this time of the Mishnah, they would write stories. This was the year. There was no other year. The year, how, you, how did you know which year? It was basically which year it was since the king, who was alive at the time, was appointed and went, sat on the throne. So it could be five years, it could be ten years, it could be fifty years. Usually probably not more. 
Menashe was a king for 55 years, but that was unique. And that's how you made the Cheshm. What was the reason for this? Why is it Negea? So Rashi already said, because of Sholem Malchus, good relations with the king. Why is it so Negea to make a Rosh Hashanah? Right, that's the question. Don't make a Rosh Hashanah. The king becomes a king Rosh Chaydesh Nisan, great. And if he becomes a king of Gimel Tamos, it's very good. So that's when the year starts. And this, Reb Chizda explained that it was very necessary in order to be able to have a clear date when the year begins and when the year ends. With every king, you always knew Rosh Chaydesh Nisan is always cut off time. It's a new year. No matter if he became a king a day before, a month before, or a year before. Rishchidosh Nissen was always a new year, and as Rashi explained at length, what that would help avoid is any mis, any misunderstanding if a document is predated or postdated. In the example that Rashi gave, if Adas come and say that a borrower asked them to make a document, sign a document that he borrowed money, Rishimen borrowed money from Reuven, they didn't see the loan. But the Leiva asked them to write a document that he borrowed money. The date that they gave for it was what the date? Rashi says the date was Kislev. The loan actually happened on Tammuz. It doesn't say a year. For it would say Tovshnai and Zion. So Kislev comes before Tammuz. It's not a problem. Kislev comes before Tammuz. So then it's very obvious that the document was predated because Kislev comes before Tammuz. There's a document that I lent you money on Kislev and I lent you money on Tammuz. Obviously, it's predated and it disqualifies the document, as we explained, because it's not a fair document because I could take properties that you sold between Kislev and Tammuz. But when you're dealing with a king's years, how do you know what's first, Kislev or Tammuz? You're not dealing with our calendar with months. We know Kislev comes before Tammuz. January comes before, uh, before July. But, uh, but you, you wouldn't know this. You could say, it depends when he became a king. What's the Kshayla? If he became a king, Lamarshal and Tevis, so then what came first? Tammuz came before Kislev, not Kislev before Tammuz. In other words, the loan came before the document. So the document is post-dated, not pre-dated. Kivaldik, no problem. That's if he became a king when? In Tevis. What if he became a king, Lamarshal in of, Chaydish of, or Elul, or Tishri, or Cheshven? So then what happened? Kislev comes before Tammuz, right? Because Kislev is the first month when he was a king. So that means, that means that the document predated the loan. The document was Kislev, which means it would disqualify it. It would disqualify the document. You can't even take any properties. It's like a Milval Pen, as Rashi said. In order to avoid all these confusions, they made Rosh Hashanah Lemelachim. So it's good. There's no, there's no question anymore. Why? Because Nissan is a new year. If Nissan is a new year, Tammuz always comes before Kislev. You can't have Kislev before Tammuz. So if they say, Tammuz of this year of this king was the loan. Kislev of this year, the third year of the king, was the document of the loan. Tammuz came before Kislev. I don't care when he became a king. It's not Negea. Let's say he became a king in Shvat. It's not Negea because Nissan is always cut off time. That's how the Gemara, the Grash explains the Chizda's point, why you had to have a Rosh Hashanah I just want to say one point, and that is Toysvis is very perturbed by the idea of Rashi that everyone forgot which day the king became a king. Everybody forgot. Okay, it may not be such an important date. Let's face it. Depends, I guess, what type of king it is. In other words, maybe people don't choose to celebrate the date, and they forget the date. But that everyone here, you're dealing with Dayanim, you're dealing with judges, you're not dealing Stam with, um, 
with Amcha. You're dealing with a Bezdin. Not only that, you're dealing also with a Soifer. The Soifer, the scribe of the documents, there was somebody, he writes a lot of documents during the year. So he knows when he started to write the third year. He knows when the king became a king. Because he's writing from that day that he became a king, yeah, he ch- anniversary, he changed the year. So the cipher for sure, L'cha'ere remembers when. So he finds it difficult that Rashi says that everybody forgot, and therefore you need Rosh Hashanah L'malachim. If you'll take a look, I want to read with you one shtickle here. He goes into a whole other shakla v'tayya, but if you go to the Toysavis Lishtaris, you see it's the big Toysavis. The second line from the wide lines. You see the second line from the wide lines in Toysavis. At the end of the line he says, Miu Iker Pirushe Teimagdoila. After a whole other discussion he says, Umiu Iker Pirusha, you see Teimagdoila. The very Pirush of Rashi is extremely strange. Why is it so strange? He says... That they really felt that you have to make a takana. Why? Because everybody forgot when the king became a king. Everybody. The soifer described who this is what he does. He does this all day. He doesn't know when he changed from year two to year three. He doesn't know if the king became a king this date or that date, and when he had to write his star. And furthermore, a third thing, the Imkain, if we're really afraid, have a Matzila Meymar, he should have said, the that the reason they made us man, a Rosh Hashanah is for all the Shtaris, not only because of the situation that Rashi said, but rather, Shalayedu Malichtev Boybiyoyim. You can ask a better question. They won't know how to date any star if you don't know when the king became a king. So now we're writing a star on uh, the Heitavis. Is it the third year of the king? Is it the fourth year of the king? Is it the second year of the king? If you don't know the date, so then you don't know the anniversary of the date. If you don't know the anniversary of the date, that's what Rashi should say. Rashi should say, we Pasha don't know how to write documents. They had to make it a simpler in a simpler way, so therefore they made, once Rishchidosh Nissen, you know it's a new year. You know that people knew how many years the king was a king, that Rashi doesn't think people forgot. They know how many years he's a king, but which day they don't know. So Toysavis says, then your problem is not predated, postdated. Any document, people don't know what to do. What should we write? Shana Shlishes, Shana Shniyah, did he become a king yesterday? Did he become a king a month ago? They don't know the day. The Chai governor in this case. Now he goes into a whole shayla. Okay, we read. The Chai governor in this case. Let's say that the star was written before the halva. The star was written before the loan. In other words, it's predated. Lav muktam la abaya. According to abaya, it's not a problem of muktam. The Amma repeated kamad of Metzia. He says in the first pedek of Metzia that you could write the star for a loiva, even if the malva is not there. Like Rashi said, even if the malva is not there, if a loiva asks us. To write a document that he borrowed money, you can do it. And he says, the aid of Bachasum of Zachinloi. Abaya said, How can you write a star for the loyva if the Malva is not there? It may be a star mukdam. It may be a predated star. So he says, the aid of Bachasum of Zachinloi, meaning that the Chamum Mutakin, that even if the loan didn't happen, the Aidis, through signing it, create a lien on the properties of the loyva from the moment they signed it. So therefore, it's not called a predated 
a predated document. The aid of through signing the document, even though the loan didn't happen, that itself creates a lien. Just like when you make a loan, it creates a lien. The signature of the Eidus on the predated document allow the Malva to have a lien on all the assets of the borrower from this day when the document was written. This is what the Loiva does. You want the witnesses? The day it was signed. If so, we don't have a problem according to Abayi. The Hogemar doesn't make sense. The Rabasi, the Polygale, and according to the Rabasi, who argues with Abaya, Lama Hutsu Chulasas Takanazu, you don't need this Takana, Hamrino, we say, the Enkaisfil Mustar Loiva Elim Kain Malve Imai. You don't write a star for the Loiva only if the Malve is there because we're afraid that it's going to be predated, Elabishtari Hakno, only when the Moicher actually makes a Kinyan and he's Makna something to the Koina, then you could write it even though the Koina is not there. So according to the Basi, you don't have an issue because you won't have a Metsias that the Aedis are going to sign on. They're going to testify that there was a loan in Tammuz and the star is going to say Kislev because you don't write a star for the Loiva unless the Malva is, is there. So Toysavis just says a different word. Venira, we're not afraid that people are going to forget when the Melech became a Melech. He says, The issue is we're afraid of predated documents, meaning Hainu. If a melech becomes a king on Rishchidosh Nisan, now, the next Rishchidosh Nisan comes, what do you have to write? Second year. What's going to happen? The second Rishchidosh Nisan, which is the first anniversary, the second year begins, I come and I borrow from you $100,000, right? Fine. Yishka Chasoifer, the Soifer, the scribe is going to forget, the Yizbert is going to think, the Ishtakat Omad HaMelech B'Shnayim B'Nisan. <coughs> he's going to believe that the Melech became a Melech on Beis not on Rishchaytosh The Ovid Inish, the Toyechad Yoyma. It's not a Yom Tov it's not Chanak, it's not Purim, it's not Rosh Hashanah. A person could make a mistake on one day. Rishchaytosh Nisan, to Beis and you could make a mistake. If that's the case, so what's going to happen? V'yichtav be'echad b'nissim b'shanah Rishchaytosh Nisan So the first anniversary of Rishchaytosh Nisan, he had to write a second year. He thinks only tomorrow is a second year. Remember, this is if there's no Rosh Hashanah Lamalach. So what is he going to write in Rosh Chodesh Nisan the second year? He's going to say it's Rosh Chodesh Nisan the first year. Like so this is a star that's predated a whole year. Because when Bezdin sees a star, mm-hmm. I borrowed money, I lent you money, Rosh Chodesh Nisan the first year of the king. Really, it was Rosh Chodesh Nisan the second year of the king. So now the lender is going to come and collect property that you sold already a full year before the loan. The loan was Rosh Chodesh Nisan the second year. The Seifer thought he became a king on Beis Nissan. So he wrote Rosh Chodesh Nissan the first year. So it comes out legally, it's predated a full year. Because one day people can make a mistake. To forget Bechlal in what area, when he became a king, that Toysavis feels as a doichik. The Seifer forgot, Bezdin forgot, everybody forgot. Like Rashi says. You don't know if Kislev is before Tammuz, if Tammuz is before Kislev. But one day, you can have a problem. Bezdin will grab away assets from all the people who may have bought properties of the borrower throughout an entire year from one Rishchidoshnism to the next Rishchidoshnism illegally. Why? Because this is before the loan. It's what the borrower sold before he ever borrowed money. Once they made Rishchidoshnism Rishchidoshnism there won't be a problem. Let's say Take became a king on business. 
Now Rishchaydish Nissan comes. Kshem Agiyah Nissan Achim Maschilun Nis Lashon Acheres. When the new Nissan comes, it's a new year. So even if Ataka was right, that is Beis Nissan. Rishchaydish Nissan. The next time you can't write the first year because it's Rosh Hashanah LeMalachim. It's going to be the second year. So Bezdin will never think that you could take properties that he sold from last Rishchaydish Nissan. That won't happen. The Mela, the Seifer will always write that it's the second year. That's how Toisvus learns Pshat in Pshat in Gemad. He says, "Ve'im Toimar Akati Osil Detakala." You may still have a problem. Why? The Im Amad Bechavtes Ba'Ader B'Shana Rishayna Lamelech. Let's say Amad, the king, became a king on the twenty ninth of Ader. Okay, this is the Shana Rishayna of the king. Bechavtes Ader. No, Kshiyagiya Chavtes Acher. The next Chavtes Ader, I lend you money. One year later. Yita HaSoifer B'Yoy Mechad. Again, the Soifer will make a toast. V'yizber Sha'amad Be'echad B'Nis. He believes that the Melech became a king one day off. Rishchaydish Nisan. What's the difference? If the king became a king on Chavtes Ader, which is the truth, the next Chavtes Ader is what? Is already Shana Shniya. Why? Because Rishchaydish Nisan was caught of day. He was only a king for one day and that's a year. Is good, but I think so. What am I going to write the next Chavtes Adar? Shani is good, but I think that he became a king when Rishchaydish Nissan. I'm one day off, so Chavtes Adar I'm going to write the first year. So they're going to go take fields from last Chavtes Adar because that was the first year. So you still have your same problem. Just take it a day off instead of Rishchaydish Nissan business, and you have a problem with Chavtes Adar to Rishchaydish Nissan. So why do you think that a Seifer can make a mistake from one to two and not from twenty nine to one? It can also make a mistake. So now he's going to say bechavtes bad, and he's going to say chavtes other shana rishoyna lamelech chavtes other. That's what you have to say. Chavtes other is going to be the first year because he became a king. So the star is predated a full year. The emes that he became a king chavtes other. So Aleph Nissan was already a year. Now it's a second year. But when he writes chavtes other the first year. Bezdin is going to look, and they're going to go a full year back and take all the fields away. Lav Pirchi. This is not a problem. Why? If he became a king on the 29th of Adar, one day later, the Seifer had to write a second year. A whole year he's been writing, year two, year two. So you really think that suddenly Chavtes Adar is going to say, oh no, it's year one. A whole year he's been writing year two. If not, the Shtaris are illegal. They're not good Shtaris. Because the moment Rishchodesh Nissen came, in the first case of Toysvist, there's no issue with it. It happened Rishchodesh Nissen. He's been writing Shana Rishayna, Beis Nissen, Shana Rishayna. A year later, he doesn't remember if it's Rishchodesh Nissen or Beis Nissen. But here, it affected the whole year. So Punkt Chavtes Adar, 12 months later, he's going to decide, you know what? It's the wrong year. It's Shana Rishayin. Of course not. It's Shana Shniyin. Hilchich loy toy. Kol HaShana Kosov Chol Shana Hilchich loy toy. Therefore, he will not make a mistake. And therefore, Toysvah says that's not an issue. But the issue is what we said before. He made a mistake one day of Rishchaydish to Beis. And as a result of that, we make a Rish Hashanah Lamalach. That's how Toysvah learns the Vart. In conclusion, they made a cutoff time every Rishchaydish Nisan. A melech is considered celebrating a new anniversary of his reign, of his monarchy, even if he just became a king one day or one week earlier. We still have the big question, why Rishchaydish Nissen was chosen? Vas epis Rishchaydish Nissen, you could have chosen any month 
There's no difference. What's the difference? Why the month of Nisan? That the Gemara will discuss soon. Before the Gemara discusses the reason, the Gemara now brings a few brises that elaborate on the halacha of the Mishnah, which is usually the function of every brisa. The brises were there to elaborate, to uh, explain new details, new nuances, new uh, protim that the Mishnah doesn't say because the Mishnah is written brief and concise. And the brisa, which was written in the same generation, the generation after the Mishnah by the Tanoim who helped Rabbi Yudah Nasi edit the Mishnah, always elaborate on the Mishnah. The word brais, it's just good to know, is a combination of two words, bar, yesa, which in Aramaic means bringing in from outside. Yesa means to bring in, like asi, to come in, and bar means outside, bar yesa. Because the brises were left out of the Mishnah, the Mishnah was edited meticulously by Rabbi Huda Anasi and his Talmidim, and then that which was left outside, there were a lot of, ma- they had manuscripts that Rabbi was looking at, everybody wrote things, and these were left out, and then, Bar Yesha, they brought it in and they made a special compilation of all of these prices, which usually are more details and elaborations of the details discussed in the Mishnah more in brief. So that's where you'll see basically the common denominator of not all, but most prices. Bar Yesha. Toner and the rabbis taught. Melech Sha'amad Be'esrim V'tisha Ba'adr. A king who became a king on the 29th day of Adr. Kivin Shigi Echad Benissin, Rishchidish Nissin comes also Loishana. A full year is complete. And now we start counting the second year. So it's really a funny situation. He was a king one day. The next day I write a document and I write Rishchidish Nissin, Shana Shnia, Lamelech Achashvedish, whoever the Melech is. Actually, these are Jewish kings. If he became a king only on the first day of Nisan, you only count a year after the next Nisan arrives. In other words, he's taka a full year of Melech, and the next Rishchidosh Nisan, that's when you write Shana Shni, and of course he really deserves it because he was a year, a full year he was a king. So the Brayse clearly identifies what Rishchidosh Nisan means. The master just said, meaning the Brayse just said, Melech Shamad Basin Vatisha Bader, so Rashi says the last Rashi also loishana keloimar kol saloishnasa. The year is complete. Not like in the first case, where the year is complete after one day, which is of course not complete, incomplete. Here, it's taka kol saloishnasa. In other words, the year, the full first year is complete, and only then do you write shana shni. And the Bryce is teaching us the Nisin Rosh Hashanah Lemalachim. Number one, that Nisin is Rosh Hashanah which is essentially what the Mishnah said. That Nisin is the first Rosh Hashanah, is the, the, the first day of the year for kings. In other words, whenever Nisin comes, it's considered this is a new year for the king. So Rosh Chodesh Nisin means it's a new year. I, you were a king for one day, doesn't bother me, but this is called a new year. Number one. Number two, it teaches me one more thing. It teaches me that one day in a year, halachically, could be considered an entire year. How can you say it's Shana Shniya? The man was a king for one day. How do you say he was a king? He's now a king second year. He was a king for one day. And therefore, the next day is already considered a new year. Sif Sechachamim writes that, the, that one of the reasons Chazal wanted to emphasize this was, they wanted to tell a leader he should understand that what he could do or destroy in one day 
can be comparable to what somebody does a whole year. Shouldn't think there's only one day that I'm a king. What is it already? It's just another day. I'll sleep through the day. When you're a melech, yoim echad bashana, what you do in one day can have consequences of somebody else even more than somebody else that works a whole year. There's a word from the Tiferes Shloimeh. He says that Erev Rosh Hashanah by Mincha, when do people daven Mincha Erev Rosh Hashanah? Some people daven early, but some people come to Shul, you know, by Lichtzinden, and they daven Mincha. So it could be two minutes before Shkia, it could be five minutes before Shkia, some people it could be after Shkia, for whatever whatever the situation, whatever their shit is. What do you say in Mincha of Rosh Hashanah? Like every Mincha. Baruch Aleinu Es, Hashanah Hazois, it's called Minisvas Lotoiva, Sabeinu Mituva, Avarich Naseinu, Mavarich Hashanah. He says, really? There's approximately 60 seconds left for the year. So you're making a bracha, B'Shem Malchus. you're saying Hashem's name, it's a serious thing, and you're saying, bless the year, and the produce, and the so grains, the a blessed year. Huh? So, the <laughs> so you're saying it's the next year, yeah? <laughs> So he says the chapshat. He said his chapshat as in finif minut. Kemem masakin zayn the gamsiyar. In five minutes he could fix a whole year. Yoyim echad b'shana is chashuv shana. Huh? Miktesayim kekula. Yeah. Even if the king becomes, even if the king becomes a king, ten minutes before shkia on chavtes adar. Yeah. So he's a king for ten minutes. It's already a year. Shaina yah. Huh? You mean that all this year that we have in navi? Uh, you know, in Navi, we have he, he ruled for 13 years. It's like that 13 years. It can be 12 years and one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Blazer ben Derdaya. The Balatanya once said, A summer day and a winter night is a year. Okay, Zog de Gemara Vaiter. So that's what we learned from it. Rashi says, "My is not asking a question. My Kamashmalon. The Gemara is just saying, as a as a Dover Pasha, that these are the two chidushim of the mission. They say a cute story that there was once the Satmar Rebbe, the Divrei Yoel, with Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky, and Rabbi Sanasif in the early years. So uh, it was already late, late after Shkia. But you know, by the Hungarian Yidin, they go with the second Shkia. So Mela after Shkia for Rabbi Yaakov wasn't after Shkia for, uh, for the Satmar Rebbe. And he wanted to make a minya for Mincha. So he said, um, <laughs> It was quite dark outside. So he says, Heint noch nicht. It's not today, not yet. <laughs> Okay, so the Gemara vim loy amad ella beechad benisin ein moinin loy shonat sheagiyah nisin achim. The next piece of the brayso was, if he became a king echad benisin, itake has a full year. Fleg the Gemara, this is pshita. You already said that the second year starts under Shchodesh Nissen, even if he became a king of Tess others. Of course, if he became a king of Shchodesh Nissen, of course Shchodesh Nissen becomes your second year. Even without the Mishnah, Rosh Hashanah would become your second year. And for the Gemara, what, what do you need, this part of the Braisa? This is Adava Pasha, he became a king of Nissen. The next Rishchodesh Nissen, he's the second year. Even, you don't need a Mishnah for that. You don't need a Rosh Hashanah for that. And for the Gemara, Now in America, we can appreciate this answer. The Pshat is, he was already elected. He was already voted in other. So the question is, is a president-elect a get of a president? Imnu they already voted for him. 
in other. So Melin other already, he was the new king, he was the new president. So you might think, even though in Mitzias he's not acting as the Melech because his term begins on Rishchidosh Nissen, but since for all practical purposes he's the man, all the interviews are focused on him, not on the old, not on the old king. The pshat is it doesn't work that way. A king is a king. Elections and uh, focus and attention, but ultimately, imnu alei me'adir doesn't do the job. Rashi says, imnu alei nimnu v'gamru hasarim liminoisa. In Rashi's days, the concept of a real democracy where the people completely elect a king was very, very rare. So he actually does hear the system the way it was in Rome, that the Senate, the Sarim, the Senate, had to appoint the Caesar, the emperor. So that's what he says, Nimnu v'gamru hasarim liminoisa. The point is, he was voted in by the Sarim, by the ministers in the month of Adar. Mao de I would say, Nimnu le'tartenshnin. You should count two years. In other words, from the day that they voted him in, that's when the Melucha should start in Rishchidosh Nissen as a second year. Kamash Malon, you don't do that. You have to look at the day that he became a Melech. And the Vartir is, it's a Gedank. And that is, that is the, the, the position of a Melech, when you actually become, that creates a different person. It creates a different identity in the person, even with all the preparations and this, it's not the same. Yeah, yeah. The Lev Melech and Vesarim, etc. And even in Hergish, in a person's Hergish, the day the person becomes a Melech, even though, of course, it was all because the person was voted in, but nonetheless, something is transformed. Something is transformed in that, uh, in that situation. Even though you don't learn anything new on that day, but just the Metzius, the circumstances, the uniform, it turns you into a different person. Another Bryce, Meiz Ba'adr. If a king died in the month of Adr, Va'amad Acher Tachtav Ba'adr. So now a new king became a king instead of him in other. Now what do you do? Till other, you were writing a shtan, you were writing, let's say, this is the 11th year of this particular king. He dies in other. So they appoint now a new king in other. Now you're writing a document after that. So the Braise says, You can count the year either for the first one who died already, finish the year with him, or for the new one, for the second king. As the first year. As his first year, of course. Rashi says, And this is important. If you're writing a shtar when the first one was alive, of course you're not writing for the second one, he's still alive. We're talking about, if you write a shtar after the first one died, there was no second one, you don't have a second one. We're talking about Rashi's medayik. We're talking about a situation that the second king became a king. Let's say I'm Purim. Now what do you do? You want to write in your document this year for the Melech who died, even though he died already, he's deceased, you could do it. Or you could write for the Melech that is Amad. This wouldn't be a compromise of Shalom Malchus because you're honoring the king who was a king throughout this year and therefore you're finishing off the year with him. This is one part of the Brais. What happens weiter? Meis benissen. What if the king dies in Nisan? So he already had a new year with him. A new king appoints is appointed after him as his successor in Nisan. And this doesn't only mean Nisan. This means Nisan, Iyer, Sivan, Tammuz, all the way down the year. If you want to write a star that year after the second king was appointed, again, you could write the year of the first king who died or the year of... The second king who became a king in the month of Nisan. Rashi says, It's not only in other. Why would you think it's different? Okay, we'll see in a minute. Other is the end of the year. Nisan is the beginning of the year. In other words, in other, you're already finishing off with this king. He dies on Purim. You give him another 15 days of... 
15 days of grace, bisma bagrapta, you know, till you put him on Wikipedia forever, you give him another 15 days. The Chiddush is even in Nisan. He dies in Rosh Chodesh Nisan. So Rosh Chodesh Nisan, if you would have written a document in the morning, you would have written the 12th year of this king. But now he died. So the Chiddush is, A new king takes over any month till the next Nisan. Oh, you could write in all the documents from when the second person became a king, you could write so it's a chiddush. He dies Rishchidish Nissen. You're writing a document Rishchidish Adar. It's already almost a year that he's gone, but you could write it's the eleventh year of that king who's already gone eleven months because it's his year because he went into that year. So it's a much bigger chiddush than Adar. In Adar, he was. It's just the last few days. Here, it's a whole year without him, but you give it to, you give it to him. Of course, you can also write, it's the first year of the new king. That's also not a problem. Next situation. If he dies in other, it took a few weeks till they got a new king, or maybe it happened at the end of other. So the new king only came in Nisan. Now what do you do? So he says, now, so now, the first year you have to write, in other words, the first year, until the end of other, you have to write the first king, because there was no other king. And of course, the next year in Nisan, you have to write for the new king, for the second king. You can't here do both. In other, there's only one king, even after he died, because there's no new king. And in Nisan, there's only a new king. So once Nisan comes, you have to write the date of the year of the new king, which is, of course, his first, his first year. The question would be, if he becomes a, a melech in the middle of Nisan, so what do you write between Rishchidosh Nisan and the middle of Nisan? You don't have a second king yet. If he becomes a king, Rishchidosh Nisan, perfect. What if he becomes a king in the middle of Nisan? It takes sometimes a, a time to, to get a new king. So what would you do then? So it's not so clear what would you do. The Svasemah says that you would write the, 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 the king that died. You would do the next year of the king who died because there's no other king, so you do him. The Aruch Lener says no. Huh? Still, the first year of him from Nissen. No, but let's say you write a Shtarish Chaydish Nissen, there's no new king yet, so who do you write? Shana Shana for what? So the Sfasemah says you would write still for the dead king. Baruch Lanair says no, you would go to Bria Sa'ilam. There's no issue of Shalom Al Chosir. We'd write 12th year? Yeah, a new year for the one who died. The Aruch Lanair says no, you can't do that. You would go back to Bria Sa'ilam, you would go just back to the creation of the world, and you ignore the concept of Malucha because you don't have. Uh, you don't have a tfisi, you don't have what to write. It's not clear, the Gemara doesn't make it clear. Rashi says, Why? It's not his year. It's already after the Lachir Amaisi, he passed, he died already. It's not his anymore, you don't own it anymore, it's not his. And you can't give other to the second one. Likris shana sha'amad bashniya. Elashniya zu. Okay, that guy's with Siyonim, he wants to be good. Shana. Okay, shniya. Elashana zu rishana lishani. This second year is the first one for the second king. The Gemara is now going to analyze the price. The Master said, If he died in Adar and the new king became a king in Adar, you could count the year for both. Pshita, it's Pashit. What's Pashit? 
it's Pasha that you could, the second case is L'chayda Pashat, that you could count other as the first year for the new king because he became a king already. The fact, the fact that Rashash says, that the fact that uh, you could count for the old king, that's a Chiddush, that's not Pshita, because the guy died already. The guy died, how can I write in my document, it's the 11th year of his kingdom, he's not here. The, that's, that's not Pshita. The, the second thing is Pshita, that you could write for the second king, he's Mamash the king now. Why would you think not? I would have thought, you know, just like two kings can't use one crown, two uh, chefs spoil the pot, you would think you can't count two, one year for two kings, Shata, a year, for two monarchs, for two kings, and you don't count. In other words, if it's his year, it's not his year. If it's his year, it's not his year. Since the beginning of the year was the first Melech, so you cannot suddenly, in the middle of the year, give it to a new king. That's what we would have thought. Huh? If I was the Brighton, now we have... Uh, Say the, he explains what's, what's the Chiddush and the Brighton. What should we do? Why we shouldn't have Shatul Abay today? What would you do? Then you go back to B'Rish Ha'ilam at that time frame? L'chayda. You would go back to B'Rish Ha'ilam, yeah. Because you can't give it to a new year. It actually says, Mishanichnas ba'a melech shemeis afilu yoymechot. Once the melech who died went into this year even one day, la'yichtivu kol shona zu b'shtar l'minyan melech ha'oymet elo l'melech ha'meis. Even if he died in the middle of the year, he died in Kislev, till the end of the year, you can't give it to a new year, a new Melech. From Rashi, it's Mashman, you give it to this Melech Hamas. You don't give it to any other king. That's what you would think. Right. Right. Kamash Malon? No, it's not a problem. We don't care if you change in the middle of the year. Like in this case, in the middle of Adam. That's what we do. There is no king. That's an interesting thing. There is a new king. We'll soon see how it changed. Why it changed. Yeah. No, then so it had to be written. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's it was a takanas chachamim. It's It was a takanas So we learned yesterday. If you take a look, uh, you had to write it. You remember the second Tosfos Lamalach, and it says it would be possible. Next, If he dies in Nisan, and the next person comes in Nisan, a whole year you could do both. Pshita. Right, so because said, this is talking about Malchi Yisrael, it's Jewish kings, so therefore we have to have our own system. So the, it's very hard to learn that Rashi says that because the Gemara clearly says later that Rishchidosh Nisan is from Malchi Yisro. So that's why the Pnei Yeshua learns so, so the Pnei Yeshua learns so the Chidush Haran writes and based on this the Pnei Yeshua answers Rashi that the reason that Jews had to do it by Shalom Malchus by non-Jews is because they used to do it for Jewish kings. Because they used to do it for Jewish kings 
So then when non-Jewish kings took over, if they would stop, mm-hmm. it would compromise Shalom Malchus. He's talking about non-Jewish kings. So in other words... And the lesson we learned... No, so Shalom Malchus is just the, a proof, a proof that they used to do it for Jewish kings. But here we're talking about Jewish kings. Shalom Malchus is a proof that they used to do it because they didn't do it for Jewish kings. They said, we didn't do it for our own, we should do it for others. If you did it for yours, oh, you don't recognize us, you don't legitimize us, this would create a problem. But Lepoil here, we're talking about Jewish kings, so we have to have our own system. So now the second question is, You could do both. You already said you could do one year for two malachim. I would think, When do you say one year during one day during the year is called the year if it's the end of the year? In other words, a melech who becomes a melech of Tess Adar and you count this day as a full year, that I understand. At the end of a year, you say, but you don't say one day is considered a year in the fact that if a melech was a king for one day, you could say the whole year is his year. The end of a year, it's like, you know, it's the final, the final, the final inning, the final stretch. So you say, okay, this is a whole year. But, uh, but if you started Rishchidosh Nissen, it's a whole year ahead of you. You understand? And we understand the chilek between people. The last day of the year, <laughs> it says in Parshas Ekev about Eretz Yisrael, Eretz, Asha'ene Hashem Alekechaba, Meresh is Hashana, Va'ad Achir is Shana. Eretz Yisrael is the land where Hashem's eyes are on it from the beginning of the year till the end of a year. Grammatically, you have a problem here. Either you say from the beginning of the year till the end of the year, or you say from the beginning of a year till the end of a year. You don't say from the beginning of the year till the end of a year. Either say Meresh is Hashanah, Vad Achir is Hashanah, or say Meresh is Shana, Vad Achir is Shana. So he types as follows. He says that Ben Minig is that in the beginning of a year, yeah, every Jew, the beginning of a year, the first day of the year, you say it's going to be the year. This is going to be the year. It's like you remember the first day in Yeshiva, right? You remember the first day in Yeshiva? Even though 15 years Gepata the Zeit, but the first day, ah, this is going to be, I'm going to steig away. That's what happens. It's going to be the year. There's not going to be a year like this. He says, then it comes the end of the year. He says, it was another year. <laughs> another year bites the dust. It says, By the end, it's just a shona. It's another year because it's the last day. That's what we say. Yeah. <laughs> That the Achiris Shona should be like the Rishis Hashanah. That even the last day, you should have the same Hergish like the first day. This is going to be the year. So, Mela, we understand the Vart. When it's the last day of the year, you realize there's no time left. So, Mela, the intensity of it is very powerful. So, Yom Echad B'Shana, Chashav Shana. But everybody knows when you have 12 months ahead of you, what's the Gewalt? I don't do it today, I'll do it tomorrow. So, you might think... A melech on Chavtes Adar, oh, this is a year, because it's his year. But a melech on Rishchidosh Nissen, and then the next day he's gone, you can't say he, he ruled the whole year, it was just the beginning of the year. The Chiddush is, even in the beginning of the year. Throughout the history, Depends which region. If it, was, if it was in the north or in the south. Depends which region. But you don't mean only then. You mean you mean Shaul David and Shlomo. Yeah, but you had by the Chashmanoyim. The Chashmanoyim. You had for a hundred years after Hanukkah, you had Malchi Chashmanoyim. They ruled. Huh? Yeah. What? The Chashmanoyim ruled. A hundred. Ramam says a hundred years after Hanukkah. Yeah. 
It's Beznes. The old king died yesterday. Okay, that's an option. Yeah, well, he's giving a simpler option. Yeah, sure, you can do that. Next case. What do you want? In other, there was no new king. In this, there was no old king. The new king, they voted already in other. One second. But this, you already told us that even though they voted him in other, you have to wait for Nisan. So he says, but there's another point here. ben He's a king, the son of a king. Here I would say maybe you could count it already as two years. His father died in Adar. They voted him in in Adar. But I know that's not enough. But he's also a Melech ben Melech. A Melech ben Melech means Malchus is Yerusha. And because it's Yerusha, it naturally, unless he's inappropriate, he's not worthy, he's not suitable for the job. But if he's suitable for the job, so Malchus is Yerusha. Like most positions, as the Rambam brings in Hilchus Molochim, it goes over from father to son. Again, unless he's not suitable for the job. I emphasize that. What? If the Olam doesn't want, it's not going to work. Yeah, it's not going to work. I mean, unless he's going to be a dictator. Which works for some, uh, for some people, some of the time. So you would think, because of these two situations, he was <laughs> he was voted in in other. Plus, he's a Melech ben Melech, and the word of a Melech ben Melech of Yerusha is there's a shit in a shit in uh, the Rakhachov explains the Gemara in Baba Basa that the concept of Yerusha from a ben Ta'av, he brings that ayah from the Gemara is not even called a shinu Yerushus. It's not even called a change of domains from father to son because the ben is etzem ha'av. Since a child is rooted in the essence of the father, so in many ways it's not considered even a shinu yeshus from one domain to another domain. It's the father himself, so to speak, continuing through the child. So you might think there's absolutely no hefsek, even though the date that he becomes a melech is nisan. But you can already count him in other. Kamash Milan, no. Even in this situation, until he doesn't become a melech b'poyel, it's not the same category. Why do they need a vote? And he's worthy and he's going to be king. Yeah, obviously, it could be there was a machlaikas. It's, it's more, it shows that they have confidence. I mean, the Rambam brings, Ein Moishchin Melech Ben Melech, because it's Yerusha. So he asks, so why was Shloim and Nimshech? And he says, because of Adin Yahu. Since Adin contested Shloim's position, right? So therefore, you had to do a special Meshech, anointment for Shloim HaMelech even though he was a natural son of David, because it wasn't a natural there, because there were other, there were other, there were other problems, there was other problems. Rashi knew what a king was. But only we don't know what kings he, are. He's talking about the wrong. And we may find out soon. Huh? He said before, he's talking about the system of wrong. No, I was just saying the system of the Sarim appointing was the way it was done in Rome. Yeah, because in fact, <laughs> which, is, which is this time. This is... Uh, the Mishnah was written under Rome. By Rashi, there was already no... Uh... Yeah, for sure. Not by the Mishnah. By the Mishnah was already... Yeah. In Spain, the Rebbe was Antoninus. Right, but he was still considered... Yeah, yeah. So, the Gemara...
Amr Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan said, Minayin lemelachim shein moinin lemelaminis. Now we get to the very crux of the question, Vasapisnis. I understand you need a Rosh Hashanah, you want a cut-off date, he's a new king, you shouldn't have all the confusions, Rashi Taisvis. Why not Rosh Chodesh Tishrei? Why not Rosh Chodesh Adivas? Episnis. Zag de Gemara, Rabbi Yochanan explains why Chazal decided Rosh Hashanah lemelachim is nis. Shenemar. We come now to a Pasuk in Melachim, Aleph, Perik, Vav, Shloimah HaMelech builds the first base HaMikdash. Now let's remember, the Jewish people left Mitzrayim in the year 2448 since creation. 2448 since creation. 1313 BCE, before the Common Era. Okay. 40 years there in the Midbar. They come into Yisrael in the year 2488. Right? Yitzhak Mitzrayim is Beis from Tov Ches. And coming into Eretz Yisrael is Beis Alafim Tov Peiches. 2488, 40 years later. For a few hundred years, there's no Beis Hamikdash. They have a Mishkan, and the Mishkan wanders from one place to another place. The Mishkan is in Ah, the Mishkan is first in Gilgal, you have a Mishkan in Noiv, you have a Mishkan in Givon, you have a Mishkan for 369 years in Shiloh, which is not in Yerushalayim, it's the area of Yosef. Ah, yeah, yeah. Shloim HaMelech builds the first Beis HaMikdash hundreds of years after coming into Eretz Yisrael. We'll soon see the exact date. Of course, for those few hundred years, you also don't have kings. What you have is a system that we call Shoftim. Judges, leaders, described in Yeshua and Shoftim. The first king is Shol HaMelech, which is just two generations before Shloim. So the Pasuk now describes the date. Vayhi b'shmoinim shana. Vayarba meyiz shana letzeiz b'nei Yisrael meretz Mitzrayim. It was 480 years since the Jewish people left Mitzrayim, which would mean, remember, they were 40 years in the desert. So this was um, this was 440 years since they came into Eretz Yisrael, 480 years since they left Mitzrayim, 440 years since they come into Eretz Yisrael. Bashana Harivius in the fourth year, the fourth year of Shloimeh's reign, Bechoydesh Ziv in the month which is called Ziv. Ziv means ray, light, a glimmer like Ziv Ashkina. What Ziv? Who Chaydesh Hasheni? This is the second month of the number of months, and the second month means the, what we call the month of Ear. And why do we call Chaydesh Hasheni Chaydesh Ear? Because there's no question, everybody knows a Pasuk in Boya, Chaydesh Hazelachem, Rosh Chadashim, Rishon Hulachem, Lachachi Hashana. So the first month is Nissan. So when the Tanakh says Chaydesh Hasheni, we call it Ear. Remember that the names of the months that we have did not exist in the times of the Tanakh. You will never have the name of a month. You will always have Chodesh Arishan. Rosh Hashanah is called Chodesh Hashvi Be'echad Lachodesh, right? The Gemara says, Shmois HaChadashim Olui Mohem Mibavel. When the Jewish people came back from Babylonia, these are really Persian names. Nisan, Iyer, Siv, and Tammuz are all Persian names, not Jewish names. And they were Euler with them from Bavel. But then in the Tanakh's days, there were no names. And the Ramban actually says the reason is because it's part of Laman It's part of remembering Yitzhak Mitzrayim. So therefore, everything is based on Nissan. So Nissan is the first, and then Cheshvin is the eighth. The eighth of what? The eighth since Nissan, which is Yitzhak Mitzrayim. So we didn't want names. He says, just like in Hebrew, there's no names for the weekdays. We don't have Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It doesn't exist. All we have is Hayoyim Yom Rishon, Bashabbos, Hayoyim Yom Sheni. Why? It's all part of Zachar Yom HaShabbos, to remember Shabbos. What's today? 
Today is a few days before Shabbos. It's the third day leading up to the seventh day. Third day from what? Third day from the first day leading up to the seventh day. So the same is with months. So Chodesh Hasheni is Chodesh Ziv is year. The fourth year of Shloyma's reign. Hu HaChodesh Hasheni Lemloich Shloyma al Yisrael Vayivin Habayis Lashem. That's when he puts up the Beis Hamikdash for Hashem. That's when he builds it. What does the Pasuk tell us here? The Pasuk says that he builds the Beis HaMikdash, he starts building the Beis HaMikdash 480 years since Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim, and four years, the fourth year since he became a king. Makish Malchus Shloim al Mitzrayim. Is the Pshat that the Torah, the Tanakh, is comparing. Makish means juxtaposing, it puts together the Malchus of Shloim to the number of years of Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim. Since it's in the same Pasuk, whenever you have two things in the same Pasuk, we have a concept called Hekish, which means, in English it's called juxtaposition, when two things are in one Pasuk, so they're near each other, so you apply one to the other. So the Pasuk here puts together Shloyma's Malucha, and the number of years since Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim. The number of years since he became a king, and the number of years since we left Egypt. Why? So, so you could say that Tanakh wants to give two dates. It wants to give two references. One reference is from Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim, which is very helpful. And one reference is from Shloyma's reign. But the concept of Hekish means when two things are in one Pasuk, you can compare them to each other. The Torah has an emphasis here. Ma Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim minisin, af malchus Shloyma minisin. It teaches you how you have to count Malchus Shloyma. It's obvious Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim you count from where? From Nisan, because that's when it happened. So Malchus Shloyma starts from Nisan, the same thing. In other words, when do I start counting Malchus Shloyma? From which month? You'll say, well, when did he become a king? Tell me the day. Became a king, I don't know, on Hanukkah, start counting. Well, there was no Hanukkah. Became a king, Rishchidosh, Kislev, no. It's just like Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim, you start counting his Malchus from Nisan. Meaning, even if he became a king in Shvat, but Rishchidosh Nisan, you're going to start counting a new year of Malchus. So the fourth year is going to be always based on Nisan. Nisan. Maybe he became a king Rishchidosh Nisan, and that's why you count it. But then you don't need a hekish tzitzis mitzrayim. No, but then it will be because he became a shkodesh nisim. But not that, that by everything like that. Pink by him, it was a shkodesh nisim. You're saying it's not a din, but that's the vart of a hekish. That's the vart of a hekish that the Torah wants to compare it to tzitzis mitzrayim. In other words, it's not just a mitzias. If it would be a mitzias, you don't need a hekish. The vart of a hekish is that it's a din. The interesting thing here is. According to this, Rosh Hashanah Lemalachim is a Takanas Chachamim or a, a Pasuk Tanach. It's a, it's a funny thing because I, from Nivin, I'm saying Rashi in the Pasuk in Rashi Lemai Hilchasa, the first Rashi in the Gemara. Rashi says, "Kelayma Lama Hukva Yoy Meyuched Laminyan Hamalachim." Who was Kaveya this? Pashtus Takanas Chachamim. The Chachamim decided it's going to make problems. Let's make it Rosh Hashanah Lemalachim. Here it's Mashma already in the Zman of Shloima. The Tanakh was saying a din. That Shloyma's Malucha starts like Yitzhiya Mitzrayim. It starts from Nisan. Mehecha Starts whenever he became a Melech. It's mashma that it's a psadin in Tanakh that uh, it's like a Drasha Gemura from Torah, not from, uh, not from Chumash, but from Malachim. David was Nifter very good. David Meis Batzeres. So it wasn't Rishchidosh Nisan. And David already appointed him. So very good. So Shloyma couldn't be a king Rishchidosh Nisan. It was Shvuas. Huh? 
How long before those passed to be appointed? It says no, but Shava, the whole story of the Haftarah, yeah. So the Sif Sechachamim writes that it's an Asmachta. No, he didn't become a king, Chodesh Hashem. The building of the Besamichter started by Chodesh Hashem. He became a king, Shvuas, or right after Shvuas. You understand? Because David died on Shvuas. But, but the building of the Besamichter, so either you could say it's an Asmachta, or you could say, maybe a little clearer, that this is a din in Shloimeh. You don't necessarily have a din here in all the Malachim. Huh? You don't have a din in Shloimeh. No, the Mainaf Kemina, the Mainaf Kemina by Shloimeh that he became, that it's in Shoshana the Malachim. The only Naf Kemina is for Shloimeh. For anniversary parties. For the signs, for the for the signs, you need the chanafkim in there. So the chayyir, you could say it's a din in shloima, it's a din in shloima. But the chachamim were masakin it for all the malachim, or you could say it's an asmachta, or you could take say that it's a it's a drasha gemura, it's mamish. Well, not a din of taryag mitzvahs, but a din. Yeah. Yeah, you could learn it. What? A Gilead Mosul? It's a statement of fact. It's the Matthias of when his reign began rather than a din. Okay, fine. Rather than a din for fine. Zosai Okay, so you're saying it's not a din in all the Malachim. Not a din in all the Malachim. No, that was my question. It's, it, right, so that's why, that's why you need Hakonos Chachamim. I should just say that Chidush Haran says there just a nice word. He says that it's not just a Hekish, it's also a Hezber. Yitzias Mitzrayim allowed Jews to become leaders allowed Jews to become kings. So that's why you count them from Nisan. Without Yitzhiya Mitzrayim, Jews would be slaves. A king is not a slave. A king, by definition, means your nation has autonomy, has a leader. The leader decides the course, not, not, not a foreign dictator. So it's not just a hekesh, the Chidush Aran says, it's a hezber. Because of Yitzhiya Mitzrayim, therefore we're not Meshavadim, Hayinu Lefadim Mitzrayim. And it's also that Ezra says, Rebbe asks in Shmois, why is it that Moshe Rabbeinu was raised by non-Jews? L'cha'ira, the first Jewish leader, should have had an education among Jews. It's a strange thing that the Hashgacha decided that Moshe should not grow up among Jews, even though he's the first Jewish leader. You know, Moshe never saw what a Shalom Zohar looks like. He didn't know what herring tastes like. He didn't know what a Kiddush looks like. The whole Jewish culture, he didn't have. He grew up by Parat. So Devanezer writes in Shmoy Said Hashem Liyareyev. In other words, he doesn't know the reason. But then he suggests two reasons. One reason he says is that if Moshe would have grown up among Jews, nobody would ever respect him. Because Jews don't know how to respect anybody that grows up among them. A Navi Be'ira. Everybody would, that's what Devanezer says. A Navi Be'ira. Everybody would tell Moshe, I remember your Shalom Zachar. I remember I used to cry. I remember your bris. I remember you running around in, in diapers. When did you become a Navi suddenly? Also, he came from non-Jews, so the Jews, uh, they get very inspired. <laughs> the second thing that Ezra says is very deep. He says that if Moshe Rabbeinu would have grown up among Jews, he would have always had a slave mentality. And he could never create a revolution. He couldn't change the world. For him to be able to take on Pare, he had to have Malchus de Kasagas. He had to have a Breitkeit. He grew up in a palace, he grew up in a mansion, so he thought big. If he would have grown up among slaves, he would have had a complex, he says. He would never be able to revolt. So the whole concept of Yitzhiya Mitzrayim allowed for the union of Malucha. That's why Moshe had to grow up by Malucha. That's why you count it from Rishchei and that's considered the new year for the Malucha.
This class is brought to you by the yeshiva.net. Please help us continue the classes. Make even a small contribution at www.theyeshiva.net slash donate.